So from verses 33 onward, right till many, many verses in this chapter, after which is the discussion or the details, where, or express it this way, Quran Karim's commentary on the expedition of Uhud. So this is why, the preferred view concerning this event of the delegation of Najran was approximately the time when the expedition of Uhud took place. In Uhud as well, or in Badr as well, the captives of Badr were kept next to Masjid al-Nabawi for them to see the beauty of Islam and the beauty of Deen. But later on, during the Medinan stage, namely the ninth and the 10th year after Hijrah, that was the years known as Amul Wufud, the years of delegations. Some scholars say that this, this group of Christians came at that time. But there were many delegations besides this delegation that came during that year. They were welcomed in Medina Munawwara. They were welcomed into Masjid al-Nabawi. They were afforded the opportunity to see the beauty of Islam, experience the beauty of Salah, learn Deen. The Ikram was made. Some came already being Muslim because Sahaba invited them to Islam as Sahaba traveled for Allah's deen. Others came to find out more. And during their stay in Medina Munawwara, in Masjid Nabawi, in, in the beautiful environment of Medina Munawwara, they then embraced Islam. Others returned without embracing. But their ikram was made. Daily Allah's Nabi actually would come out and welcome them and treat them well. He actually had a special jubba. That was so beautiful. That was actually to welcome these delegations. There's one interesting report where a sahabiya by the name of Furia, I learned her name recently, Furia radiallahu anha. She was ajuz and amya. She was blind and she was very elderly. She came with her son and they stayed in Medina Munawwara for a while. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam sent her son to stay with sahaba in ashabu suffa. And the mother stayed with the sahabiyat who in turn would teach them. Sahabiyat would teach the newcomers from the female, from the woman folk, and the Sahaba would teach the male. The next day, especially after Fajr, Allah's Nabi would ask the guests in Medina Munawwara, كَيْفَ وَجَدْتُمْ أَصْحَابِي How do you, did you find my Sahaba? Did they treat you well? Did they teach you? And the reports of these visitors in Medina Munawwara brought so much of joy to Rasulullah So this was a daily effort where daily, Every Sahabi approximately would take home two individuals, to three individuals, to ten individuals. There was a Sahabi, Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu who would take many home. There's so many reports. One specific that I remember now in Bukhari Sharif, where Hazrat Abu Bakr was invited to the home of Rasulullah But he had his own guests as well. So leaving the responsibility with his son, he sent the guests home to partake of meals under the supervision and the care of his son. And as the meals were presented to the guests, they refused to partake until the arrival of Hazrat Abu Bakr When Hazrat Abu Bakr finally arrived, he was really hurt by this, that the guests were put through difficulty, that they actually were, were not fed. And he reprimanded his son. 
And when his son explained the situation to him, Hazrat Abu Bakr anhu, very emotional, he took an oath that I will not partake of this meal. And afterwards when the matter was presented to Allah's Nabi wasallam, Hazrat Abu Bakr was told to partake of the meal and atone for the oath that he made. And through the love of Hazrat Abu Bakr for his guests and his love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first of all, Allah blessed that meal that that entire delegation partook of that meal and it didn't get less. On one occasion, there was one Sahabi, but before he embraced Islam, very huge in size and built. His name was Jahjah, and no one was actually ready to take him home. Allah's Nabi said to him, not to worry, you will come with me. And Allah's Nabi took him the first day where he devoured everything. Like one day there was one individual, he came to a town, you know, and in the past it was such a time, the golden era of Muslims, and human beings, where any newcomer to a community was invited home by so many. Today, sadly, we see newcomers into the masjid. In the wrong situation, we practice this verse where Allah says, Look down. Allah says, O Nabi of Allah, say to the believers, Look down as women folk pass out of respect for them and guarding one's chastity. And they should guard their chastity. Actually, we see newcomers in the masjid. We actually don't even want to greet them. We run away. That's in the incorrect situation. We're practicing this verse. Allah forgive us. There was this individual. So he was invited. As this person presented the curry, he goes into the kitchen to bring the roti. He returns with the roti. The curry is finished. Then he presents the roti. He returns to fill the bowl with curry. He comes back. The roti is finished. He goes now to fill the roti again, he returns with the roti, the curry is finished. And like this, this happened repeatedly. Until this individual asked him, where are you off to? He says, I'm going to this vicinity, I'm looking for some hakim. He says, why? He says, I suffer from lack of appetite. He says, you know what? When you're returning home, there's another better route for you to go via. Don't come via this route, it's too long for you. Anyway, Allah's Nabi Wasallam's akhlaq was spectacular, was immaculate was sublime. Allah's Nabi fed him without any complaint. He devoured everything. The next day when he came home, what he ate was very minimal in comparison to the previous day. Hazrat Umm Ayman questioned this to such an extent that even in the previous day, when milk was presented to him, the goat was milked seven times repeatedly. On this occasion, after one milking, he sufficed and he was really satiated. And Allah's Nabi wasallam explained to Ummu Ayman anha that yesterday he ate with the belly of a non-believer. Today he eats with the belly of a believer. This is a Sahih report that means, and this, this, in, this incident is the background of this hadith. Al-Kafiru ya'kulu fi sab'ati am'a wal-mu'minu ya'kulu fi mi'an wahid. What it also means is, Allah give us tawfiq. Sometimes we travel, make sure our intention of traveling is correct. But wherever we go, make sure what we partake of is halal. An unbeliever just eats everything that is available to him. A believer makes sure it's halal, it's wholesome. An unbeliever doesn't take Allah's name. A believer takes Allah's name before he partakes. And he eats in accordance to sunnah. Like Sahaba radiallahu Sahabi Miqdad radiallahu partaking of meals in Roman territories by the non-Muslims. And he ate in accordance to sunnah. When someone chided him saying, that look how they're staring at you. He says, must I neglect my Nabi sunnah for anybody? Subhanallah, we learned from Sahaba radiallahu that we don't say when in Rome do as the Romans do. We say, we learn from Sahaba, anhum, that even if we end up in Rome, and Allah take us everywhere for Allah's deen, 
Allah give us tawfiq, even if we end up there, do as Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did. وَلَوْ كُنْتَ فِي الرُّومَانِ وَلَوْ كُنْتَ فِي الرُّومِ افعل كما فعل محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم